raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The most fun me in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley. How you doing, bro? I hope your day is absolutely amazing. I appreciate you. Love you. Thank God for you and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show and family. Hey, Ricky, check this out. Today, we're simply reminding us of the wisdom of Marvin Sapp, who looked in the rearview mirror of his own experience and transparently testified never would have made it. There's a line in the song, though, Rick, that really always captures me. It says, I'm stronger, I'm wiser, I'm better. I love that. Why? Because of the fact that God is so good that even as we are going through, we are growing through. Please don't miss that. We grow through what we go through. And as a consequence of what we go through, we end up on the other side of it stronger and wiser and better. And so this song goes out to someone who's in a season of going through. Please hear me well. Your going through is simply transportation to get you to where God is taking you because God uses what we go through to develop us and make us into what God wants us to become. Check this out. In a real sense, it's not just about getting where you want to get. It's about being strong enough, wise enough, and the person enough to handle what God is ready to bless you with. And so that's why the Bible says we count it all joy when we fall into diverse trials and tribulations because the trying of our faith is producing endurance. That's why the Bible lets us know that we glory in troubles and tribulations because troubles and tribulations, they produce uh, endurance. Endurance produce character. Character produces hope. Listen, you're going through. No, you ain't just going through. You are growing through. And because you are growing through, the good news is what you're going through ain't going to have the last word on you. What you're going through is not going to define you. Instead, it's going to develop you. And when it develops you, you're going to come out on the other side of it stronger, wiser, and better. So go ahead, keep your head up and know that you ain't just going through, you are growing through. God is so good that God can transform your trouble into a teacher. God can transform what you're going through into something that you're growing through. Y'all have an amazing day. There it is, Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Yes, sir. Love you, Ricky. Have a great one. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Dexter Scott King, the youngest son of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King, passed away at the age of 62. The King Center announced his death, stating that he died peacefully at home in Malibu after battling prostate cancer. 
Dexter Scott King's wife mentioned that he faced the disease with uh, bravery and determination until the end. So rest in peace uh, to that great man. Um, in other news, a judge has ordered the public release of court records in the divorce case involving special prosecutor Nathan Wade, who is handling the Georgia election case against Donald Trump and others. The divorce case involves allegations of an affair between Wade and Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis. Mm. However, the newly unsealed records do not reference these claims. So that's interesting there. The judge postponed uh, the decision on whether Willis will be questioned in the divorce case and delayed her scheduled deposition. So I wonder I can get a damn text back. Yeah. Yep. Mm. The plot thickens on that one. Wait a minute. Yeah. Lastly, many diabetics require shots of insulin, but the needle may soon be a thing of the past. The Arctic University of Norway has created an oral solution in the form of insulin-delivering chocolate that protects the insulin inside uh, from breaking down until it reaches the liver. Not only is this less painful, but the delivery method could cause fewer unwanted side effects like low blood sugar. So this is a good alternative for folks with diabetes. And you said it's going to be in the form of chocolate? Yeah, it's going to be coated in chocolate. Oh, wow. That's something. Mm -hmm. The technology is just absolutely crazy these days. They're coming up with all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, that for sure. I'm Maria Moore, and those are a few of this morning's headlines. For more news and updates, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? What up there, Maria? NBA superstar Joel Embiid dropped 70 points on the San Antonio Spurs yesterday. Broke Will Chamberlain's Philadelphia 76ers franchise record of 68 points. Embiid becomes the ninth player in NBA history to score 70 points in a game. Will Chamberlain still holds the career record, of course course of 100 points that he dropped in 1962. Big up to tennis phenom Coco Golf continues to roll advances to the semifinals at the Austin, I'm sorry, the Australian Open and uh, got a little sports team man, Houston Rockets head coach Ime Udoka and actress Nia Long has settled their custody battle man. She received $32,000 a month in child support. They will share joint legal custody of their son. Nia will get sole custody with reasonable visitation from Udoka himself. I'm sure Gary with the T is going to have some more on this later on in the show. Some quick sports support right there. Uh, Bring it to Tech. Got the hot spot. Coming up next. What up, Mike? Coming up next in the hot spot, the 2024 Razzie nominations. Woo, I'm going to tell you who did bad up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Damn, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. Mr. B-R-A-T. Santa we fell in love. High school sweetheart. Love or something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sing it, Brad, what up? Good morning, Brad. Ricky. Good morning, everybody. Brad. I was no. trying to sign to you, and you just gone. You were singing me. to me. I don't know what you were singing or who you were singing to. Too hot by uh, cool in the game. It didn't. It don't sound like that. It don't sound like you. <laughs> oh, it's too hot. There you go. There you too go. hot, baby. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna move the chef girl. Mm. Move your chef, move your chef girl. 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 Move your chef Brad, come on, do the hot spot. Good morning, Ricky. Good while you was ahead. Yeah, right. Good morning, everybody. Lord. 
I'm your girl, Brad Tatat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. Run for shelter from that song that he's singing. Lord have mercy. Good morning, everybody. So check this out. The 2024 Golden Raspberry Awards, best known for the Razzies, were announced on Monday, highlighting the worst movies of the year, at least according to the organization in charge of the nominations. Expendables... Uh, received uh, the most nominations this year with seven nods, including Worst Picture. The other films in the Worst Picture category include The Exorcist Believer, Meg 2, which was horrible, The Trench, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Winnie the Pooh and Blood and Honey. Jennifer Lopez in The Mother and Selma Hayek in Magic Mike's Last Dance were nominated for Worst Actress, while Russell Crowe in The Pope's Exorcist and Chris Evans in Ghosted both ended up in the Worst Actor category. The winners of the 44th annual Razzies will be announced on March 9th, the night before the Academy Awards. That's crazy they created this show to uh, (laughs) Gary got a smile on his face. You like this don't you Gary? I know you do. All right, y'all moving on. Streaming service BET Plus is developing a half hour dramedy inspired by the life of the rapper actress Chris Ludacris Bridges. The Untitled DJ Project is inspired by Ludacris uh, his experience coming up in the competitive music scene in Atlanta as DJ Chris Lover Lover. The series follows the misadventures of a sharply drawn ensemble who are willing to do anything and everything to bolster ratings at their hip-hop radio station. Ludacris is on board as an executive producer and will serve as music supervisor. So congratulations to him. I guess he's going to talk about when he was up at the radio station and uh, he worked at the radio station in Atlanta with uh, it was Chris Lover Lover and Poon Daddy. Yeah. Back right. in the day. So yeah. uh, I can't wait to see that and hear all the things that they went through. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Brad, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. So check this out. A beloved teacher at a Christian school in Missouri was arrested for trying to kill her husband by poisoning his smoothies. Oh, man. The man became suspicious after having an unexplained illness and installed a camera in their kitchen. Then he caught his wife taking a root-like substance from a marked bag called Lily of the Valley and putting it in his smoothie. Well, Lily of the Valley is a poisonous flower that can cause harm or death to people and animals if they consume too much of it. The woman admitted to poisoning her husband but didn't say why she did it. And she's been charged with attempted murder and criminal action. That's yeah, scary. insurance. That's scary. Insurance. Yeah. You sit up there and want to pause your husband to do that. I've seen a lot of uh, shows like that on the ID channel where they be using, uh, what is it, antifreeze? Antifreeze, yep. Uh, out of the, right, how many episodes of that you seen that was showing up in the blood and showing up in the hair? You can't you can't commit no crime like that if, if you watch the ID channel. You got to be, I don't, I don't even know, you got to be invisible. Right. Uh, in order to, to commit a crime and get away with it these days. The only people, that, the murderers they can't catch is people that murder rappers. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Message. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That's something. Everybody else, everybody else they can catch. But if you shoot a rapper, they cannot find your ass and they don't know who did it. Or, or if you, you take down <laughs> a, a major drug dealer. But everybody else, the damn ID channel and First 48 be on it that, uh, 
Uh, what is it? The DNA? They do the, uh, what is it called? Forensic. Forensics. Forensic files. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, you start sitting there watching, watching forensic files like on, on, on a lazy day and them babies be coming on back to back. Your ass start getting scared. Start yeah. Getting- yeah, I know if you and your wife got issues, you can't you, you you can't be letting her fix stuff for you. And you know things <laughs> right. ain't been right. You Come know, on, dog. Crystal watched that all day, every day, man. When she that's her downtime. Forensic files and all them ID channel shows. Oh my god! Well, if my wife got an attitude with me and she don't speak to me all day, I ain't finna eat nothing she made. <laughs> nothing. She might yeah. be having one nothing. of the moments. I passed no, on the sloppy. Okay. You want a smoothie? Uh uh-uh, uh. You wasn't speaking to me all day. Hell no. <laughs> crazy. Rocky said you passed on a, on a sloppy Joe. I passed on a sloppy Joe the other day. It was good still, too. I didn't know people still. Y'all still eat sloppy what? Joes. Man, that's one of my favorite snacks, oh, dog. Snack, which is yes, a sandwich. Is a meal. Come on, y'all. Hey, you put that thing on that big, thick Texas toast, boy. Come on, come on now. I didn't know people were still eating Sloppy Joe. Okay. Come on, Brett. I, I haven't had a Sloppy baby. Joe since middle school. Oh, man. Sloppy yeah, Joe go hard, boy. It sound good now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Y'all y'all be uh, making Sloppy Joes? Yes. Yeah. Come on. Where you at, Rick? Brett, when the last time you had a Sloppy Joe? Last week, but it was with turkey meat. Come on, dog. Are come you on, serious? Brett. Come on, Brett. My wife makes spaghetti and all the spaghetti noodles gone. Ain't nothing left but that meat sauce. Oh, it's about to be a Sloppy Joe. Oh, Texas toast. Mayonnaise on mine. What you talking about? You put mayonnaise on a sloppy Joe sandwich? To- toasted yeah. with some Hold cheese on. and mayonnaise? What? Hey, Rick, what? lost me with the mayonnaise. Rick, I, I, thought mayonnaise was, I thought we were talking about a woman poisoning her husband. How the hell the conversation turned into a sloppy Joe? Because somebody talked about some right. sloppy yeah, Joe. Yeah, because Crystal made me some last week and I passed on it. <laughs> But I ended up eating it. But, ended up but she was mad at you. But she was mad at you about something. No, no. I was, you know, I was just cracking a joke. So but that is, she listen. Well, you a punk. You a punk. Your wife listened to the his wife listened to the radio. Then he gonna try to change that. You scared? You scared? 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 Happy wife, happy life. It's the Jeffersons, Archie. Who are the Jeffersons? Oh, wait a minute. Hold. You don't mean them new people that moved in down the front? Yeah, Lionel's family. They're really very nice people, Oh, yeah, very nice. They're wonderful people. They're lovely people, Lita, but they are also colored people. (laughs) Better hold it there, Daddy. Now, listen, little girl. Been around a lot of places. I've done a lot of things, but there's one thing Archie Bunker ain't never going to do, and that's break bread with no jungle bunnies. (laughs) Damn. It's cold-blooded, dog. Raise a spoon to Grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. 
Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Ricky, everybody's raving and talking about this new documentary that's coming out. It's called Never Too Much, y'all. The Luther Vandross story, y'all. This is going to premiere um, it's Sunday at the um, Sundance Film Festival. Now, they're saying y'all, that the film used interview footage and interviews, y'all, from insiders who knew Luther Vandross, y'all, to give an inside look at the R&B star's life and career like never before. Now, they're and American Soul and R&B singer Luther Vandross, y'all. You know, he was a great performer and whatever. He was a Grammy winner and stuff. And they said his passion for music global rise and sheds light on his personal struggles, y'all. But Ricky, the deal is they're saying there's one issue, y'all, that they didn't touch on. And a lot of people saying it was the elephant in the room, the fact that Luther was gay. Now, they're saying Mr. Vandross sold over 40 million records worldwide and released 13 platinum albums throughout his career. And he died in 2005 at the age of 54 due to complications from a stroke y'all but they're saying the movie didn't hint y'all you know and I mean and it did talk about you know Luther's trouble love life you know cause he he, he he really wanted to be in love y'all now they're saying despite his ability to make people fall in love with his smooth vocals they're saying y'all that Luther never got the romance y'all that he sang about he, they said quote I'm still waiting um, Mr. Vandross said in the interview clip he said the time that was spent being in love y'all was unfortunately always un who un re, 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 Unrequited. Unrequited. Oh, what's that? Unrequited. Love that was never. Getting proofread your story. That was never returned. Oh, that's. Can I want to make sure that you know I said the right word? But they're saying his song "Any Love" y'all was his favorite because it was the only one y'all that was written completely autobiographically. And that's sad. That's sad that Luther died without love and music. His music was just. I mean, we loved his music. Honey. Yeah, right. uh, that was uh, sort of kind of Phyllis Hyman's story as well. Oh, yes. Had yes. A, a trouble. That, that, that's how it is being an artist. It's hard to find somebody that's going to understand you, understand your schedule. Like, like it's so much that, that you know, that, that comes with, with everything that artists do or whatever. That's sad. And, and the crazy Very. thing about it, Luther Vandross is one of the reasons a lot of us are even born. Yeah, <laughs> you know, cause that's that's what in. you played played back in the day, uh, yeah. Luther Vandross, especially like in the in yeah. the eighties. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's well, that's sad. And we all knew, we all kind of knew and kind of figured, but did nobody care? No, I still didn't believe it. Though. I don't believe Luther had an alternative lifestyle. He just oh, was, I mean, you could kind of uh, uh, <laughs> you said what, Gary? I said I don't believe he had an alternative lifestyle. I think he was, you know, huh? <laughs> oh, really, Brad? I'm sorry. But um, yeah, but Ricky, but did nobody you know, care? No, nobody cares. Because we was more focused on his singing and his voice and Come his music. Now, no, we did not no. care. I beg to differ. Maybe you didn't care, but this was back then. Back mm. then, it was not cool and it was not easy as it is today. Had it been today, people really may not care. But back then, it was an issue. Yeah. Really? Oh, well, yeah. I, I knew, I knew, yeah, it was a, I knew it was an issue back back then. But I'm just saying, like, uh, like, like, I just kind of, kind of figured, you know, or whatever. 
But I didn't care because I was more focused on the music, you know. Yeah, just, but other people cared. That's you, crazy. You might didn't that, care. You that the world was very homophobic One then. in a million. You're one in a million. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully this um by, this thing comes out and it'll be really good. I can't wait to see it, honey. So, all right, moving on. And other celebrity news, y'all, baby. They said some brief, some beefing, honey, going on between Beyonce's mama, honey, Miss Tina Knowles, and the legendary music artist, Miss Janet Jackson. Now, it's being reported y'all, that Janet Jackson is going to be extended her together again tour which starts again honey in June now they're saying that her ticket prices are high almost as high as Beyonce's Renaissance tickets and they're saying some Janet Jackson fans are definitely upset but anyway one of um, Tina's friends y'all posted a message criticizing Janet's ticket prices on Instagram and Tina they said Miss Tina liked it setting off a war between the Bayhive the Beehive and Janet's fans y'all and I, 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 and I feel Why? so bad for you because uh, first of all they're saying honey, that if um, the, the post continues saying it's just disgusting, honey, and they want to know why Janet want to sell her tickets for so high and whatever. Now, this is what they got. Now, they got, if you get a gold Janet Jackson VIP lounge package, you can only pay, honey, on row C, section 101 is only $839. Now, if you're on section 102, row 3, they're saying that the ultimate Janet Jackson meet and greet and VIP lounge package is only $2,159.95. Then they're saying that the Janet Jackson meet and greet um, VIP lounge package is $2,279 and you got roll one you can only pay $2,399 so the person said honey they added you add $1,000 for a 15 second meet and greet they say no front row for fans unless you want to bend over so they can continue to rake in cash they say you want Beyonce prices honey have real production they say just disgusting honey and I'm not the only one that person said that they say honey Janet needs to stop it they trying to say that Janet does not have talent like Beyonce to sell those tickets that high. And that's a shame because Janet paved the way for Beyonce. Had there not been Janet, there would be no Beyonce. And Brad, I know you agree because Janet is a good friend of yours, right? Okay, I thought so. But anyway, it's sad though, Ricky. I don't believe that. And you know, people saying... I, I just think you real messy, Gary. Uh-uh. You are. You real <laughs> messy. Janet is a legend and however much yeah. you want to charge for her tickets, mm-hmm. she can. She's been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's worth more than that to meet and greet her. People have been living their whole life oh, yeah. mm-hmm. trying to meet Janet Jackson. Okay? Yeah, so so let's not do that. Let's well, they said Beyonce so, was so, doing, are she doing like Beyonce arenas? probably don't care. Yeah, she probably don't care. Miss Tina probably don't care. Mm. This is just... Whatever, Gary. What you say? Is, is, is she there? doing arenas or, or theaters? She might be doing arenas. Yeah. Janet would be doing no theaters. Yeah. She's Janet Jackson. Arenas and stadiums. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Well, I hope she can sell the tickets and sell it out because she is definitely a legend. She can yeah. sell it out. She was here at State Farm not too long ago. It was sold out. Yeah, I don't think $2,000 is that much to meet an icon like Janet Jackson when you look at the full scope of how how. When in your lifetime are you going to get an opportunity like that? Watch how so, those tickets sell out. Yeah, those tickets are probably going to sell out. I mean, meanwhile, what Super Bowl tickets are fifty thousand dollars? Oh, hello. Uh, hello. they really are. So, oh hello, God. and you ain't meeting nobody. You ain't meeting nobody. Oh fifty thousand dollars to go to the Super oh, Bowl. It is fifty thousand. The tickets. nosebleeds are ten thousand, Ricky. All the, top, huh. all the way at the top. All the way at the top. I know you lying for some Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, yes, sir. Ticketmaster. Yes. My two teams, you don't even, you don't even know who's going to the Super Bowl. Who didn't mm-hmm. bought the tickets? Oh man, somebody, somebody buying them Football already. Corporations fans. mostly. Yeah. Mm. What? Fifty thousand yeah. dollars to be Lord. in the one hundred section. Have you ever Super been Bowl? to a Super Bowl? Mm-mm, I've never been. Mm. I've never been. You? Yeah, absolutely. Oh wow! How many times? Just twice. I don't even wow. know what teams. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're doing it like that. I want to be like you when I grow up. No, I'm, I'm for real. I mean, I enjoyed myself, but I only, and I enjoyed the food and stuff. But it's so big when you're there. I like watching it on TV. I like being there saying I was there, but it's so big that if you're sitting on one side, you can't see all the way to the other side. Like The atmosphere mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's, Rock, it's, you been too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. dog. Well, Ricky, you need to change your ways then. I, know, I need to start. We get somebody front me an eight ball or something. <laughs> the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. The Kahlua is powerful. Mm. On the high end, you say powerful. And on the low end, you say beautiful, rustic red. That's your Kahlua for today. <laughs> uh, y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I got your radio call. Get at your boy, 866 hey, hey, Ricky. Here we go. Here we go. Wake up. Wake up. I'm saying good morning, good morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up to the men of Capital Lambda Cat, 96 South Carolina. This is Dion calling from Augusta, Georgia. I like to wake up my nephew, DJ, Brandon, my little niece, Amaya. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Kiki loves you. Yeah, from H Town, want to wake up Corey Grayson and Terrence and wake up, wake up, wake up. So y'all go to school in the rain. This is Peaches calling from Albany. I want to tell Kenzie, Cody, and my Joshua, wake up, wake up, wake up. Listening on your radio. Radio. Hello? Uh, hello, am I speak to Phyllis, please? Hold on. Hello? Uh, yes. Okay, this is Phyllis. How are you today? Okay. Are you trying to rent a car to go to uh, what part of Mississippi? Huh? What part of Mississippi and when, when are you traveling? I'm leaving today. Okay, have you uh, been confirmed? Yes. Uh, okay, uh, do you have your confirmation number? Yes, I do. Can you give it to me, please? And who are you? I'm John Smith. From where? Did you get insurance? Huh? 
Did you get rental insurance, lady? I'm trying to help you. I have other customers I have to deal with. I don't have time to sit here and I repeat myself on the phone constantly. If you cannot hear me, you need to pick up a better phone because I have other customers. Other well, than I don't like your attitude. Now you can cancel the reservation. Hold on. Hello? Hello? Uh, yes. Um, ma'am, if you want to go to Mississippi uh, to visit your family, you need to talk to me. Let's get this over with because I don't like you people either. You don't like us people? Pretty much. Okay, then. We'll cancel the reservation, stupid Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Call her back. Hello? Uh, yeah, someone called me a stupid and I don't appreciate it. Man, don't call I'm calling the police for harassment. <laughs> call her back. <laughs> Hello? Um, yes, I, I want to apologize, uh, first of all. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, have good company policy here on rental cars, and we want to make sure that all of our customers get to where they're uh, going safe and sound. Hello? Uh-huh. What up, girl? This is Ricky Smiley. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, who you cussing out? Yeah, whatever, whatever. Let's see where your, where your boy, who you recommended for this prestigious position that called in sick every day. What's, what's wrong with oh, you today? God. Oh, God. I'm glad y'all finally answered the phone. Oh, what's up? Oh, my God. I'm glad y'all finally answered the phone. Rick, I ain't never been so glad to hear your voice, bro. I ain't never been so glad to hear your voice shouting. What, you dying or something? Man, I don't know, Chad. I'm running out of oxygen right now. You got to call these folks in the building, Chad. I'm in the building. I can't work there, man. I've been, I've been in the elevator since 430. Oh, <sighs> you're in the building? I'm in the elevator. We've been up but and it, down already a couple times. Ain't seen nah, it. Nah, you, Chad, you know how there's a lot of elevators out there. So it's like six elevators, like six elevators on one side, six elevators on the other side. The so, elevator stopped. It, it stopped in between floors. I've been trapped in here since 4.30 in the morning. So you came to work early? Yeah. You got to send these folks to come rescue me, Shutter, because I feel like I'm running out of us. I mean, it ain't like you locked up in a safe. I mean, if the elevator gets stuck or something, you ain't... Do the elevator run out of oxygen? Yeah, the elevator stopped. The elevator stopped. The sensor stopped between floors. What the, floor the, you on? The, the, I'm in between the 6th and the, and the uh, uh, seventh floor, I think. Right, we're on the 12, we're on 12, right? Yeah, just hit that. I know, Look, I'm in the elevator. Hit that red, hit that red <laughs> alarm button, dog. Yeah, hit the red button. I hit it. I think, it on, I think it's I think it's not working, Shadi. I'm in a, look, tell, tell the security folks I'm in the third elevator on the right side, but if you come in from the left, then I'm in the first elevator on the, on the, on the left side, but if you come in from the right, it's the first elevator on the right side, but if you come in from the left, it's the third elevator from the left side. Please tell the folks to come save me, Shadi. You just named three elevators. <laughs> Wait, he said, what did he say, Rock? You just named three different elevators. Let's run that box again where we can figure out tell the fire department where elevator. I said you're running slow. Shout pick it. Pull out your pencil. Write it down. Yeah, I'm in the third elevator from the right side if you're coming in from the front. But if you're coming in from the back, then I'm on the first elevator from the left side. But if you're coming in from the right, it's the third elevator on the right side. But if you're coming in from the left, it's the first elevator on the right side. Please tell him for the come. And what floor you on, Blackstone? Somewhere between six and nine. <sighs> Somewhere between six and nine? Yeah, if they don't get to me before the show over, we shout it. Just uh, tell them to come get me after 10 o'clock and I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> 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 you lying, Rock. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I get deep. I'm a deep dude. Here's another example of how deep I get. Adam and Eve, they're the very first people on the planet Earth, Right? Right? So I'm looking at a picture of them the other day, both of them naked, and I noticed they both had navels, belly buttons. Why? <laughs> yeah. Who cut their umbilical cords? Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the color of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning, you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in Celebrity News, y'all. Actress Kiki Palmer. Now, you know, she's speaking positivity, and a lot of people are excited about it, and I am just so glad to share it with y'all. Now, she said, y'all, that she admit, Ricky, that she is no relationship guru, but she offers advice anyway. And she said something that was just so profound, and a lot of people should hear this. She said, I'm no guru on successful relationships. She said, but... I believe y'all that love should honor individualism, even in partnership. She said, if I'm not good as an individual, how can I be good in union? She said, if love means compromising my passion, ambition, or dreams, then it's not the love for me. She said, because I lose myself, I will eventually lose you too, honey, or worse. So she said, blame you. Isn't that touching? She preaching. That oh, yeah. is so profound. And, you know, I mean, Kiki definitely deserved love. You know, she went through a lot last year with her um, baby's father and what have you and stuff. And and it's a sad thing. So right now, I guess she's trying to, you know, make a comeback. And, you know, she's speaking out on love because what the world really needs, Ricky, is love. You said one then. We need love, though. You, you said know? one then. The love Preach. will keep us together. <laughs> and a lot of ambitious women like Kiki, they don't want to have to choose between their man's love and their dream. So you want to have a balance there like I'm pursuing my dream but I don't want it to come at the expense of you know you loving me or a condition with that and I think that's why a lot of ambitious women Mm -hmm. driven women women with a lot of money and success are single among other things you (laughs) better put that thing into context great orator I'm just (laughs) yeah because I was trying to follow that what she was saying but yeah you didn't follow it Gary (laughs) 
When you don't have love, child, you don't even know what you're saying. Oh, Maria yeah. said it was a on point, though. Topic. Yeah, Gotta preach that thing. Yeah. She's all better, Ricky. Put that thing into book. context. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for her book to come out. <laughs> you're not going to read it, though. I know. Good. Do it in, uh, in audio, honey. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> moving on, honey. Another celebrity news, y'all. Oh, my God. A Los Angeles, a Los Angeles, a Los Angeles based rapper, y'all named Loose Cannon. Do y'all know who he is? Baby, he is claiming to have had a long time relationship, y'all, allegedly with Shawnee O'Neal. And they're saying that the rapper claimed that Shawnee was using her child support money from Shaq, baby, to buy him expensive gifts, honey. Now, it's being reported, y'all, MTO saying, y'all, that they looked into this explosive claim and they found no evidence, y'all, about this man None. telling the truth. Because I can't believe he was telling the truth. That just don't sound right. But they're saying that Mr. Cannon appeared, honey, on this um, podcast and he went on long rants and started saying all kind of stuff about Shawnee. He said that um, what Shawnee did was because she was his sugar mom, he said she bought him a gift like an Armoire's Piet watch and a Richard a Millie watch. I know how much those watches cost. The the AP, the Auden Walk, start off at like $30,000. And the Richard Millie, honey, it's like in the millions, honey. I, so have to, I, have to, I have to stand on my soapbox for a second. Please. Uh, 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 Shiny O'Neal and, and Pastor Keon are personal friends of mine. Pastor Keon is like my brother. We talk almost every day. And, uh, and I, I love uh, uh, Shiny. And that's, that is absolutely not true. Oh, yeah. No. Absolutely yeah. not true. And I just hate it because people just get on the internet and just do and say anything. Anything. And stuff, man. You know, it, it's almost like, Brent, when you're thriving and you're doing good. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's, it's like people be saying, like, well, that's what come with it. But it don't supposed to come with no. that. <laughs> right. What happens to just man. Being, being successful, just yeah. being successful, man, that man, Pastor Keon, I hear I uh, got churches all over Houston doing good ministry, good work. We be sharing a lot of his stuff on social media. And then even, let's, let's just say even if, which 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 we're not saying it is, like, like what's the point? Though? What's the point? Because mm-hmm. dudes want, they want to clout, they clout chasing. Like, okay, I saw a little bit of it. I saw a little bit of his interview and it was just lame as hell. Like, bro. No. Don't, 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 don't do that to them, man. They 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 good people. They yeah, do like, stuff in the community. Like, you ought to see uh, uh, how they bless people. Uh, uh, His uh, name is Loose Cannon, too. How can you trust no. somebody named Loose Cannon? He's a no-name okay. rapper that nobody heard of, and he's on there telling these other dudes about this, and it just looks lame as hell. Like, I'm bro, just, like, I'm just one of these type yeah. of people. When my friends call me and say this isn't, isn't true, I know them personally, personally, personally. It is just absolutely not true, and I ride. Mm, I ride mm, for mm. Shiny and Keon. They are close, yeah. they are personal friends, and I, I'm just I, I just take up uh, 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 for my friends after I have a conversation with them or whatever, and don't believe it. You don't believe everything that come out on the internet, and then would be mm-hmm. so disappointing that y'all believe anything. You ought to read the comments. People just mm-hmm. anything negative, anything messy. People just gonna take it and. And run with it like that's that's crazy that, that you is. could just but just that's the new up. man I'm so sick of y'all men the new it. man the new man right. talking more than a damn woman now I'm like my <laughs> god what did happen what, what, what? I mean, and you call people queens and things, but honey, you are a queen, honey, and queens don't even talk that damn messy. But the new man, honey, is telling it all. If I was a woman, honey, I wouldn't even have one. So, mm-mm. no, uh, ma'am, if you, I wouldn't be bothered. But anyway, I'm pulling out, out my my little list of, of chicks. That I talked to in the 90s, boy, we, boy, it ain't enough time on the radio, boy. <laughs> Brett, you said you ain't enough time, dog. <laughs> your boy, your boy, your, your boy, boy. Got that Brett. book. 
Brett. Yes. You ain't talking to me? No, she ain't. Moving on. Another celebrity news, y'all, honey. Jennifer Lopez, baby. They said this girl unveiled her brand new face, honey. They said some people are saying it looked a little botched, honey, but they said Jennifer allegedly, honey, appeared to have undergone some recent facial plastic surgery. They said it's got her looking a bit off. Now, they're saying Jennifer attended the Chappelle Whole Couture Spring Summer 2024 show as a part of the Paris Fashion Week. And they're saying, honey, some people said, you know, she wore these bizarre glasses, honey. They said she tried to hide her eyes, but nevertheless, honey, I mean... Gary, you should have seen me at the counter trying not to laugh at that lady at Nima Marcus with all them <laughs> face injections. Boy, I'm Gary, I was so took I couldn't even text y'all. tried to sneak a picture. I couldn't even. Uh-uh. I had tears in my eyes. I couldn't even find the camera on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then the way she, she couldn't smile, she couldn't frown. She was oh, like like the lips, like like, like her lips. And uh, she had so many lip injections. Then, like, I was thinking about, uh, I thought about Rock T dumbass, and I almost started laughing. Lady asked me from a credit card. I was getting some cologne samples. And, uh, <laughs> uh, what's that? What's that? What's that thing? Hair cray used to always talk about. Is it mask or saw? With the dude with the little, little target thing on oh, his cheek. Saw. That's saw. Yeah. She had them big rosy cheeks. She had them big, the big ass cheeks, man. And she was like, "You're gonna smell great." <laughs> <laughs> Would you like anything else? Well, oh. Oh. Shout out to Albert. Uh, uh, not Albert, but the other uh, Lamar. Damn. Kaluta Day, David, is one of my favorites. Yeah, the, 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 I think it's the International Mall in Tampa. That's why I was. Yeah, right. you want to play a game? You want to play a game? Yeah. Kaluta Day is powerful. Hey, you say powerful on the lunch. You say rustic red. That's your Kaluta Day. Now leave those girls alone, baby. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, let me tell you something. You got me into it, boy. I be loving me some old, rich, white women. I like to go in them little, little swanky bougie places. All of them, all of them got face injections. They got, they, they got so much money. They don't know what to do with don't it. Don't know and what I to do, baby. Out. I have on, I have on a Nike jogging suit and some, and some, you know, some, some, some old, some shoes, and I just be. Sitting Laughing at those girls, baby, honey. And I, I don't want to be that damn rich and being rich. Me, you got to be like this. All of them in the restaurant. I had made a Facebook video. I was scared to show them. I ain't want nobody to see me filming. I just show them. But boy, if you would have saw it, boy, all of them. All of them. Oh, they all outside of them bougie restaurants outside of Avatua Mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, drinking they little coffee. All of them got them. Uh, what them shoes called, bro, with the thick heel Belagos? Balenciagas. Yeah, Balen- all, all, of them in the, all of them in their 90s got on Balenciaga shoes. Yes, Miss Hightower and Miss Wentworth, baby. Right. They're having <laughs> Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. 
As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Now, we all love a good incentive for good behavior, but should there be limits to them, right? So it's been reported that an Ohio law was proposed with an intent of paying students as young as five years old to show up to class. The purpose of this law would uh, be to pre- prevent uh, absence. You know, uh, kids, uh, uh, pronounce that word, Gary, absentees, a- absence. Absenteeism. Absent, ab, ab, absenteeism. There you go. Yeah. Absentee. I never used that word before. Nope. We so real over here. We get to a damn word. Just okay. Can't, just came. <laughs> Team. That's not a word. That I had to break that thing down in syllables. Absenteeism. That word was absent from your vocabulary. That's that's uh five syllables I think. Yes. Sir. Absenteeism. Absenteeism. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. five syllables. That's five. You don't never get five syllables. We know how to break it down in syllables though. We may can't pronounce it, but at least we know how to break it down. But we got. That's what my granddaddy taught me. Break that word down. All right. Under a pilot program, the state would make biweekly $25 cash transfers to select kindergarten and ninth grade students just for showing up to class nine out of 10 days in a two week span. Wow. Now, students who kept up a 90% attendance rate for the year will get $150 at the end of each quarter and $700 at the end of each year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Truancy has been a trend in school since before the COVID-19 pandemic. So sponsors of the proposal believe cash incentives would appropriate to combat the issue. According to Rep. Danny Isaacson. Isaacson? Is that, yeah. Huh? That's it. Isaacson? Oh, okay. In Cincinnati, a Democrat, uh, we went from 15% pre-pandemic to over 31% in this most recent school year. That's almost a third of our ninth graders that spend their first year of high school missing more than 10% of their school days. This is the number one issue we are facing in education. Wow. Well, you know, other political representatives admit that other motivational techniques such as pizza days and additional recess time have fallen short. Reportedly, there has been $1.5 million set aside for the pilot program targeting at least one rural district and one urban district in the 2024 and 2025 fiscal years. Now, the program would also offer students $250 for graduating from select schools and up to $750 for graduates with high GPAs. Uh, so we want to know if this uh, too extreme should students be rewarded financially for attending school and are there other alternatives to combat uh, you know them not not being in school. Listen, uh, uh, you know not showing up at school. Now I just want to want to say, damn it to hell. When we was in school, I got I used to get perfect attendance, and I had to go to school. I didn't get an. Uh, it was like get your ass up and go to school. I don't care. Your stomach will feel better if once you go go in there eat some grits. That'll make you here take something for your stomach or your headache or, or whatever. You'll be all right because you just had to go. It wasn't no no yeah. taking days out of school. That wasn't wasn't an option. I was get that damn uh, perfect attendance certificate every damn year. Me and and the rest of them damn students in the special ed because they they never missed school. <laughs> no, they, now they had perfect they, attendance. They, <laughs> they had. They, <laughs> you should have saw us walking across this stage. I was, I was grouped up. They thought I was in the class with them. 
They said, man, they had man, they were lining up all they were lining them up on stage. <laughs> or and then they were like Rick and, and Ricky Smiley, you know, and I'll go across there and get my damn certificate and then the rest of them. Man, please. <laughs> didn't y'all used to go to lunch at like 9.45? I didn't go to lunch at no, no damn uh, 9.45. School started at 8.30. They went to lunch at 9.45. Don't put, you ain't going to put me in the class with them. Well, I, took, I took learning disability math. Right. Okay, don't don't put me in the whole class. With uh, them, uh, them fat Damn lunch at uh, 9.45 and then get picked up at 12. One girl out there, her mom was out there blowing at 12 o'clock. We had hit the class because they were all getting out early. <laughs> Y'all think I'm making this up, Maria? Maria, oh, no. I'm not making this up. I know you're not making it up. They had them big old fat <laughs> pencils. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 they, had, they had them down. Now, one time I had to stay in the class uh, uh, because I couldn't afford to go to the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. So they had to put me in the class with them. And they had them down crayons that was flat. They wouldn't roll off the desk. <laughs> the big flat crayons. The square shaped ones. I remember those. They only come with eight colors. Six colors. It wasn't six. It was eight colors. You had to get the other pack, and then you got the Crayola Caddy. That's the one with the paintbrushes. That was expensive. You couldn't afford that. And the markers. Uh, Anyway, uh, how do y'all be? Well, these these kids nowadays, Rick, man, they they go to school, but then then they skip. They, they they just go hang out all day long. But we talking That's about crazy. elementary and, and lower level. Uh, you talking about high school age. I'm talking about the lower, the lower. But how they get a choice not to go to school? Exactly. That's the part I'm does, that I'm missing. When y'all they remember get there, they y'all, leave. Right, y'all remember that kids. episode? We talking about the younger uh, kids. The younger kids. The episode. My my nephew Craig lied like and, like he got uh, then he skipped school yeah. and then he went to school when school was out and got on the bus and came home. They had already called me and told me. Yeah, yeah. And uh and boy, I was high. We were shooting the reality show. And them cameras was in the bushes. I was standing in that front door. Wait, boy, it went down. Uh, uh, just don't play that. We don't. We didn't skip school back then, unless. They well, had nowadays, seen. Ricky, they'll call so- social workers if your child has too many unexcused absences. I know in my school district, they will call a social social worker. Five days. Oh my god. Yeah, unexcused absences. But my thing is, you paying the kids to go to school, but that don't mean they're gonna get get good grades. They can show right. up, but like give them incentive for good grades. Yeah. I just think that these, these kids just too smart. They get to do what they want to do. It ain't no boundaries. Yeah. It ain't no more boundaries. They do what they want to do. If they don't want to go to school, they don't go. If they pay me to go to school, pay me uh, $100,000 a year to work a part-time job, they, like they just spoiled right. They get what they want. Let's go to the phones. 866-9-RICKY. Good morning. The teachers need to get paid first, man. Them teachers been a long time and every day at school for a long time. Are you going to pay students? No. Um, I'm Amanda. I'm calling from Gainesville. And no, I don't think they need to receive cash. I think it should go like into like a trust fund or tuition. So when they graduate, they'll have it. Good morning. I'm from Fort Pierce, Florida. And no, I don't think kids should get cash for being in school. You're supposed to be in school. You're supposed to be wanting to learn. Yes, my name is Lynn Courtney. And I'm calling from Louisville, Kentucky. And I think it's a good idea that they receive cash incentives or something. My daughter had... 12 years perfect attendance and she didn't receive anybody. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, we did years ago when I was in school, but we 
the center was giving out these stocks of bonds and we received it at the end of the school year. So it's not like you're giving them cash. I would give it to them as stocks of bonds. So when you graduate from school, high school, you have received some, your house of money. But um, handing it to them every year, no. Good morning, this is Goldie calling from Baltimore, Maryland. And yes, but there's a stipulation. Um, just like you go to work and you get a, you do your job, you get a paycheck. I think it's incentive for children because what you're instilling a child as a child, they grow with it. So, and, and you know, it's been said that train a child in the way they should go. So if you train them young to, um, you know, make it to school and do their work at school, then yeah, I, I think they should be rewarded. Gary, you had six brothers. Didn't all y'all have perfect attendance? Um, we sure damn did because my mama made us and, go to school, honey. And yeah, and your daddy, your daddy worked at a funeral home, so y'all would get dropped off in a hearse. Yep, honey. And well, when my little brothers was born, they was brought home in a hearse, but we sure did, honey. Oh. Yeah, when my little, my last two brothers, Douglas and Mitch, were born. My dad brought them home in a hearse. Gary, so so when your dad drove a hearse to school, y'all would get out there. Little back then, they had the side door. Yeah, but no, we had the front. We got out the front, honey. We sat in the front. Was any, was it was there ever a casket or a dead body in the back when y'all? Went no, to- not when he took us to school. But they, he used to bring them home, though. But not when he took them to school. But he picked y'all up from school as a dead body back there. No, it was no dead body, honey. <laughs> in the no damn. So they brought the baby home from the hospital in the hearse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got brought home from the hospital in a hearse. Yeah. Oh. I mean, hell, that's no big deal. Huh? It's no big deal. I mean, he would come on his lunch break if my mom had one of my brothers, honey, and bring her home with Douglas or Mitchell in the hearse. He wasn't there when the baby so your was dad born? Ever, yeah, your dad ever picked y'all up from school and then it's a line of cars behind y'all? y'all. No, Danny Ricky with no damn procession. <laughs> the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, baby. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. What up, Jeff? What up, what up, what up? Good morning, everybody. Good to be with y'all. I am Happy calling you, you from Los. Man, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm glad to be with you too, man. I'm calling from LA this morning. So it's mad early where I am, but listen. I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about it, man, but I guess we have to because it's in the news, man. It matters and it's it's a big deal, but but this uh this Fannie Willis thing, man, is is a hard one, brother. Um mm-hmm. For, for those of you that don't know, obviously it has been lifted that um, Fannie Willis had a what could be described as an inappropriate relationship with um, a co-worker who happens to be uh, appointed to the Donald Trump case. And, um, you know, it's 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 one thing you all um, these are two adults who um, have not done anything against the law per se. Um, but there's a whole lot of conflict of interest and um, it just is a bad look, uh, not just for, for, for two individuals navigating their own personal stuff, but the implications of what it means for a case and a legitimate case that is being built against the former president of the United States. Um, and so it, it's going to be interesting to see um, how this moves forward, because obviously uh, the right is already all over this. And, and frankly, they should be. Um, the, the, the question is, Kay, I'm interested in your thoughts, man. What what happens? Like, does does there, there is a total shift in um, the federal prosecutors uh, or, or in the prosecutor's office? I mean, what what changes this in your mind that brings integrity to the process? 
I think unfortunately it it shifts the focus of the merits of the case onto the the players in the in the prosecutor's office and I think it's it's such a shame that you know she put her personal reputation and her professional reputation on front street like this because no matter how it shakes out it, like you said it's, it's it's not a good look and it can yeah. it can it can only be a bad look for her and for the and for the prosecution and it, because right. it shifts and, and all the focus from the merits of the case which i think right. are good on on to on to what is a personal matter between adults right that, is that none made of us an should issue. care about or know about that that is made an issue um because ultimately he shouldn't have been assigned um True. with with that level of of personal relationship and so th- th- this is an unbelievably amazing prosecutor and and i think it's important that we make sure that we recognize that a personal mistake doesn't mean you're not an amazing prosecutor it just means that you have jeopardized this case so lack of judgment of the decision that's right that's right and and listen how many of us have been in that situation? We just weren't trying the former president of the United States when it happened. So right. my, my my hope is that um, maneuvers are made to bring this back to the merits of the case um, as opposed to as opposed to this personal issue between adults. Um, so it, it, it is incredibly uh, uh, um, the, the implications here are just, I mean, damning. Um, and so I, I hope that there is the ability to pivot. Uh, and I don't I don't know from a procedural standpoint, I'd love to hear from some of my, my attorney friends procedurally what they believe should happen to make that that the case. Before I get out of here, y'all, I know I know, Kay, you and I went went back and forth last week. Um, I don't want to do that no more right now, brother. But uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I, I was curious, man, what? What is one reason why you vote? Like, what is one issue that that is like, it don't matter who you turn out for. This is why one of the things that you show up for because you want to make a difference in this area. What's what's one thing for you? Uh, for me, my kids uh, future, specifically my three daughters who are all of childbearing age, who uh, mm-hmm. I want them to have uh, the right to make their own personal medical decisions. Right. That's a big issue for me. Absolutely huge. And and that impacts three areas immediately. Right. So it, it means that you're thinking about the, the rights of women to control their the, the decision on their body. You're now talking from a federal level about Congress that is going to see and, and write bills. It, it is about the Senate that is going to approve and or block legislation. It is about the president who is nominating judges to the Supreme Court that we know is going to hear these um, these issues. Um, and so you just with one issue talked about three areas that no matter what, somebody is going to make a decision on. And so I'm, I'm, I'm so glad we talked about this issue of excitement. As we move forward, we're going to talk about issues that we need to be excited about that move us to the polls. Um, and get out of the personalities of some of the people running so we can focus on the actual things that they do and the things that they impact in the process of of this. And so that's just one. Um, on Thursday, we'll bring up another one and talk about some of the implications that exist there. Hit me at Jeff's Nation, y'all. Let me know what's one issue that you are going to turn out to help impact 
and we're going to talk about some of those on Thursday. Love y'all, man. Hey, Mr. Thomas, uh, good morning. Hey there, Ricky. Good morning. Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thomas, I got I to gotta ask you something. Are, are you coming to karaoke tonight at the uh, Dania Beach Improv? At the where? The Dania Beach Improv. Like, like go go down, oh, yeah. come down oh, 95. Yeah. You you can That's get off, off uh, 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 yeah. uh, Sheridan. Make, make, make a left, yeah, make a left and, and get back off, yeah. on 95 yeah. and then maybe get off on Sterling and, and that whole little plaza area over there. The big improv, yeah. Mr. Thomas. I know we're not going to be at the Elks Lodge. We're at the improv tonight. Yeah, all right. Well, they only got new sign dress acts. And I should be there to see what time. But what, time you, like. what you, what you going to wear? Is Maestro coming? Yeah, Maestro coming. Maestro pal, my good buddy. Maestro Powell from Wabasso, Florida. Now, so now, uh, he's from up there, but he's already down here. So he now, this your go first, ahead. this going to be your first time, Mr. Thomas, at the Empire. You got to step out. We got to be clean tonight. Miss oh, Janie. Yeah. You know what? You know, yeah. you know how to fix you up with Miss Janie. Ooh. Ooh. Miss Janie, that be on my Facebook page. That, that, oh, that, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good. You know, uh, she, she, uh, she about that life. Oh yeah, she. They said she got that five, Mr. Thomas. Oh, but if she got that five, then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead on the night, you know, uh, find out what she like, and give yeah. her all my might, and, uh, yeah. and I hope it's really tight, mm. Whoa. and I uh, hope that girl don't bite. <laughs> you know, you know, you're right. Hey, hey, and some, what, now, what's the cologne for the night? What's tonight's cologne? Because I need to, you know, because I love cologne. I got to figure out what we wear tonight because we got to step but out. Tonight, tonight should be nice. The weather is beautiful today, so I'm going to go ahead and put on some old spice up on under my neck, but then I'm going to probably spray a couple of things of uh, cool water around my, put that on behind my ear, and then yeah. probably put some Lagerfield on me. Right there on my arm. <laughs> you got yeah, some Lagerfield? You still got some Lagerfield on my arm? <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm going to try to top it off with some Aramis. I ain't wear my Aramis yeah, in a while, but it's sitting yeah, there on the dresser. Right <laughs> no, I can, I, can wear, I can wear that by itself. Uh, Spencer, hey, don't you got some Aramis that you bought out of Ross? Got some on right now. Yeah. Ross, yeah. right up there by the register. The brown and gold box. Beside where they do returns and exchanges. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Sit right there on the dresser. So I'm gonna leave that right there for the night. And put my put my dress socks right there. Lay that so out. Say, so, so you say you're gonna put Lagerfield on your chest and you're gonna do Aramis or uh, in the back of your ears or whoa, you? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm gonna put that, that, that Lagerfield on my arm and then okay. I'm gonna put that Aramis right there, right there all over my face, right there. So when I lean in to kiss Jamie, she go ahead and smell that Aramis on me. We, that right there gonna seal the deal. Yes, Tom, do you know? Do you know how important it is when you come to the improv tonight? Your walk by air got to be always fresh, and a lot of people are, 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 that's that's a thing now. The walk by air. The walk. Oh Lord Jesus! That walk by <laughs> air. I'm telling you, you walk by and boy, to all the girls, young and old, sit there and go. Hmm, hmm, yeah. Hmm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna do a whole nother lap like this. Uh, I'm in the Olympics. Yeah. I want them to get, to get some uh, some encore walk by ass. Yeah. Mm. 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 They're gonna be saying what's up. Yeah, that's me. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> mm. It, it, mm. It, 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 it,
Oh, yeah. right there. Right. And, and what you want to say to all the kids out there uh, and all the young people, tell them if, if they own drugs, do not come to the improv because it's grown folks' night. And, and That's right. Yeah. That's you right. To- Y'all young jitterbugs, stay where you're at. Grown folks is doing their own thing. We standing on business over here. Say it again, Mr. Thomas. We standing on business over here. Y'all let song, drugs they- and carrying on acting crazy. right here maria good morning good morning ricky the front page is brought to you by the urban one podcast network listen to the mind body and business podcast with maria moore go to urbanonepodcast.com or wherever you get podcasts good morning rsms family here's what's happening in news our condolences love and prayers are going out to the king family dexter scott king the youngest son of dr martin luther king jr and coretta scott king passed away at the age of 62 The King Center announced his death, stating that he died peacefully at home in Malibu after battling prostate cancer. Dexter Scott King's wife, Leah Weber King, mentioned that he faced the disease with bravery and determination until the end. In other news, a judge has ordered the public release of court records in the divorce case involving special prosecutor Nathan Wade, who is handling the Georgia election case against Donald Trump and others. Now, the divorce case includes allegations of an affair between Wade and Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis. However, the newly unsealed records do not reference these claims. The judge postponed the decision on whether Willis will be questioned in the divorce case and delayed her scheduled deposition. Lastly, would you put olive oil on your ice cream? Weird combination, right? The latest TikTok food trend has users divided. Quite a few TikTok influencers have recommended the unusual toppings to their millions of followers. Supposedly, the combination adds texture to ice cream. What? So, Man. Texture, olive oil. You, you get different texture by stirring the ice cream. Yeah. Or letting it ice melt cream by bit. itself is good. Yeah, people always trying some to put damn olive oil together. on some damn ice cream. <laughs> That's crazy. You, your stomach going to blow up. 
Oh my your stomach, God. your stomach gonna explode. Milk you gonna, oil. you gonna fart and end up in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep, not try it. Keep on I'm playing. A, yeah, <laughs> I'm Maria Moore, and those are a few headlines we're following this morning. For other news and updates, visit RickySmileyMorningShow.com. Rock T, what's going on? Yeah, some, some things you just don't mix, man. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and then then do that, do that, and get at the to to Brett, and then let her come to work and do the morning show. Watch. Watch, oh, watch no. me. Oh, no. Watch me dead. Right. We run out of the studio that day. And I don't hold it in. They know I, that. I know she don't. You know you don't. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I you know. Some days I just can't stand you. Glad you know. Bang, hit the back of your throat in the middle of talking. That's right. It's a wrap. Why you do that? Why you do that to us? You do it. You do it quarterly. That's what I do. Quarterly. Come on, Brad. You ain't got to be doing that to you us. You don't all have time. to do that. That's what I do. Yes, she does. Quarterly. And That's then she I sit do. there with them shades on. Then when you can tell when she did it because she's like a baby. She don't move. <laughs> yeah. No, she I tell you. She's sleeping out. Yeah, she baby. Let you know. I'd be like, oh, so that last one was hot. It's going to stay. That thing kicking in about 20 seconds. I timed it the last yeah, time. It's going to come yeah. on. Maria, you sat there with a stopwatch. I did. I put my timer on. I said, by, so I know the next time. Y'all going to bring it in tech. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about it. love it, though. It's all good. It be it's on you, Brett. Brett and I'm going to let everybody know something. When Brett, when Brett do it, it get all in your clothes. You have to take your clothes to the cleaners. It's yeah. that bad. Go yeah. ahead, Rock. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with her. Hey, man. <laughs> lights out. Speaking of lights out, NBA superstar Joel Embiid. Shot lights out last night. He dropped 70 points on the San Antonio Spurs. Broke Wilt Chamberlain's Philadelphia 76ers franchise record of 68 points. Embiid became the ninth player in NBA history to score 70 points in the game. Of course, Wilt Chamberlain still holds the career high record of scoring 100 points back in 1962. Big up to Phenom Coco Golf, tennis Phenom. She uh, continues to roll, advance to the semifinals at the Australian Open. And Gary, you probably gonna get a kick out of this story, man. Houston Rockets head coach Emei Udoka and his uh, actress Nia Long was settled their custody battle. She will receive thirty-two thousand dollars a month in child support. They will share joint legal custody of their son. Nia will get sole custody with reasonable visitation from Udoka. And the word is she's only making like twenty thousand dollars a month with her current value estate right now i don't know if that's true but that's the records that they put out there 20 grand yeah. a month well he should have gave her a little bit more because she initially asked for 53 so she cut him a deal so honey i mean 32 ain't that much oh my that's his net disposable money. income was listed four hundred thousand dollars and net hers is two hundred. i mean hers 20. is 20. yeah well that means so spread Ooh. some of the love and give us some money she get 32 k for the next 18 years. Yeah, well, Ricky, I mean, cool little old check right there. You got to think about that when you're dealing Wee. with uh, Miss Mamie in the office, smiling up in her face, honey, lying to Tell her, it. sleeping with a damn man. So, 32,000 a month. He can get my wife pregnant. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that was special. That was special, K. Uh, oh, that wasn't you, Rob. I take one for the team. Oh, that was special, K. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Okay, that's okay. Okay, that's okay. Rocky's so scared. He's so scared of Crystal.
Trump Damn Trump. right. Idoko, hit me hey, on my yeah. Instagram. Special yeah. K913. Yeah. 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 Maybe confuse us. So what K? I said Hey, hey, MA, hit me on my MA, hit me on my Instagram. Special K913. On IG. I'm going to hook that on up for you. Yeah, man. You said 32,000. thought you could do a lot with that, Kaji K. Yeah, that'll soothe the pain, brother. I still love her. She still love me. Right. Yeah. Right. But that 32000 But Go ahead. What you got, Brett? Good morning, y'all. I'm your girl, Brett Tat-Tat. And this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Chris Brown has shut down reports of a truce with Quavo after a video clip showed the two sitting next to each other. Fans recently mistook the sighting of Brown and Quavo at the Rude Fashion Show in Paris as a sign that the two had settled their differences with one another and worked out a truce. However, Brown made it very clear that he and Quavo were still at odds and that they had been assigned seats next to each other by the event's coordinator. Chris wrote, can't pick who you sit by. Forget all that gross stuff. Not finna fumble my bag for little dudes. Uh, so Chris Brown and Quavo's issues with one another reportedly began after it was rumored that Quavo had began dating his ex-girlfriend, Karuchi Tran. Uh, Quavo and Tran were spotted leaving a Migos concert together back in 2017. They're not together now, are they? No, my goodness. Brown said to have felt, he was said to have felt betrayed by Migos' member as the pair had had somewhat uh, of a close relationship. Brown and Quavo, along with Offset and the late Migos member Takeoff, were said to have gotten into a heated confrontation at a BET Awards party later that year. So I guess it's still not squashed, but I would hope at the summer. Brown, where Karuchi Trin at now? What's she doing now? Uh, I know she was doing Claws, the TV show with Niecy Nash, and then I saw her on uh, the show Catfished. Um, I don't know, but I know she's an actress, and she'd be on, like, different things. So okay. She was good know. in Claws. Yeah. I liked it. Yep, mm-hmm. she was. She mm. was. Well, y'all, we going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.